Bonjour, mes amis, and welcome to this week's edition of Slade, the Buffyverse Revisited. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Jeremy. Uh, I'm your other host, James, and I, I didn't realize we were learning another language for this week's episode. Yeah, I've decided uh, after looking through our statistics and whatnot and looking at the listeners we have from various other countries that uh, starting this week, I am going to give a different greeting each week in our other listeners' native tongues as a way of saying thank you for listening to our humble little podcast. Wow. Wow. And so how many how many different languages are you going to have to learn how to say hello in? Uh, at last count, I think it was 13. 13? So, 13? Um, that one there should cover uh, our French and French-Canadian uh, friends. And I believe French is also the uh, predominant tongue in parts of, I believe it's Haiti. Um, so, but anyway, we, that should cover... That should cover for all of those folks. Uh, okay. I think nice. next week. Nice. I think next week we will do. Uh, I will attempt German. Okay. Okay. Yes. Wow. So we really are. I mean, we're like, we're worldwide. Oh well, we're worldwide, baby. We're. I mean, honestly, it surprises me that 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 um, these major. Um, uh, uh, audio companies like Audacity and and Wondery and uh, and Spotify and whatnot haven't reached out to us yet to to uh, to bankroll us basically yeah, to give us at least a seven figure contract. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, agreed. Come on. Agreed. I mean, it just shows. It just shows that. Um, they can't handle our, our truth. And James is completely frozen. Um, no sound and no video whatsoever. So this is a great way to start our show. Um, you may even say fantastic. Um, so, uh, oh, wait, I, I, Just, believe, I believe James may be back. You were, see, that's funny. On my end, you're the one that froze. Oh, well, somebody froze. Um, <laughs> on the audio side, <laughs> the people are only going to be hearing me. So uh, who know, who knows who froze, but, you know. Uh, that's okay, because on the video side, people are only going to be hearing me. Yeah, there you go. It works out. <laughs> so just at 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 roughly the three ten uh, mark into the podcast, or yeah, um, just sync up the video and the audio, and you'll get both sides. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a fantastic way to start our uh, our show. <laughs> it was it was just me going oh you you froze up buddy you froze up so yeah it was just it, it, it was, was just me going well james is gone <laughs> he has frozen <laughs> and i'm gonna say words now and wait until <laughs> maybe he returns <laughs> that's hilarious that is 
hilarious. I forgot. To, yeah, I, just, I, I, I failed to mention we will be jumping into season four, episode 11 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer this week. Uh, episode entitled Doomed. We will. Yes, we will. Yes, yes, we yes. will. Um, but yeah, like you said, it just goes to show that these those companies have no taste whatsoever. No. And who would you rather listen to, folks? Who would you rather listen to, us or fucking Joe Rogan? Honestly, right. This fucking right. this fucking whack job, wackadoodle conspiracy, fucking weirdo, or all of this sexy. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, honest. come on, look at us. Be honest. Come on, we all know the answer. Yeah, we, we all, all do. We all do. James, how are you? How you been? What's new? What's up? The weather sucks. Yes, it does. Um, here in the mid in the Midwest, as you as you are aware, because you are also in the Midwest. I um, am. Sub sub zero temperatures for several days in a row. Um, during the day, mm-hmm. uh, sub zero temperatures for for probably what close to a week and a half now. About no, about a week, week and a half. About um, a week and overnight. A half. Mm-hmm. Um, just too much snow. Yeah. It's just so. What Jeremy and I have decided is that uh, we had previously said that all all uh, proceeds from merchandise sales would be going towards a charity. Um, that's not the case anymore. Um, <laughs> it's going to be going towards uh, getting Jeremy and I the fuck out of the Midwest. Yes, yes. Um, we'll be setting up shop uh, in uh, sunny L.A. Uh, yes. Uh, we will, we will yes. have a, a studio and everything there. Yes, yes. yes. Um, we are going to be, I, I don't know if Jeremy will get this reference, but some of the listeners might. We're going to be the new Retin Link is what's going to happen. We are going to be the new, uh, the new mythical crew, the the new iteration of that. Yeah, um, I do not get that but, reference. No. Uh, you should look them up. Rhett and Link, uh, they're hilarious. They're hilarious. Okay. Uh, good mythical morning. I think you'd probably enjoy it. I think you'd probably enjoy it. Okay. But anyway, yeah, the weather here's sucked. Um, the weather outside is frightful. You know, yeah, um, so uh, so that so you know, and so anybody else is aware. I'm presuming somebody brought it to your attention because I know you don't really check the YouTube. Mm-hmm. I am aware that last week's Angel episode uh, loops back <laughs> on itself yeah. for somehow. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not gonna fix it. <laughs> <laughs> not. I'm not going to fix it. Okay. All right. Yeah. It was brought to my attention and I was like, well, I don't do the the video and the YouTube shit. I will let him know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to fix it. Just when, when the logo comes up again after like 59 minutes, the podcast is over. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, how in the fuck do you loop the episode back on itself and not in, like, how does that even happen? How does that even work? I, I have, the only thing I can figure is that I must have accidentally clicked it. I must have accidentally clicked it twice. Into um, the creation window? In, yeah, into, into the uh, edit window. Yeah. But it is what it is. Um. Yeah. Once once you see the this uh, 
revisited logo pop up again. <laughs> the podcast it's starting over. over. It's, it's yeah, it's starting over. Yeah. Once Jeremy and I say goodbye, just turn it and off. And then we immediately say hello again. It's restarted. <laughs> yeah. It's just restarted. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to fix it. Yeah, because nah. I also had people, I also had a, a handful of people hitting me up saying for the, the from the week before saying, where the fuck is the video version? And I was like, I don't, is it not there? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, I was like, no, the it, audio, it took the, me a couple of days. I was like, the audio version's there, guys. It's always there. It has never not been there. 6 a.m. No. Monday morning. It's always there. Yeah, no. So no. The 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 audio version is always going to be where it needs to be at the time it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. The video version is much, 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 100 percent more likely not to be there come Monday morning. Yeah. Depending that's... on when we, <laughs> depending on when we end up recording. Honestly, yeah, and it's is strictly what it's based on. Well, and I've told people, I'm like, listen, guys. If it wasn't for James, there wouldn't be a video version. I was like, I, I would have never bought a camera. We it just it, we we wouldn't even have an, a a a, blah, 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 a video version. So that's more of like a. I look at that more as like an extracurricular uh, bonus. Um, yeah, you know, 100%. I'm like, I'm it's like, listen, it's gonna be there this week probably, but. I don't know when. <laughs> I don't handle it, and right, right. frankly, I going, don't care. Going going forward, this is my promise to everybody that that likes to watch it. Going forward, if it if it's not up by Wednesday morning, then you can you can count on that it will be up sometime Wednesday along with the following episode of Angel. I will upload the uh, next episode early as a bonus for your patience if Wait, I don't now, do. now don't do that because that will fuck that will fuck <laughs> us for the next week. That will fuck us up for the next week. No, they get no bonuses. It's just simply it's just simply Wednesday will be it's, it's, it'll be up. Yeah, it's I'm, It honestly, takes a like lot said, more it, time it, and a lot more work to do the video uh, version and and more time to upload it than it does the audio. The audio shit that I handle is I have such a routine and I have such a it, it's just, it's easy for the audio. It's quicker and easier editing and uploading the audio than it is the video. So that's why the audio's never it's ne- it's always there at six a.m. Monday right Monday morning because. I upload them in batches. However many we have banked, they've already been pre-edited. Um, I shouldn't say pre-edited. They've already been edited, uh, pre-uploaded, and you know batched and queued up, so they automatically drop. It's just it's it's a lot easier. James has to do each one of the each one of the video ones separately, um, and it's a whole fucking process. So. Yeah, I mean, just just to give you an idea, um, I I have to download the Skype video, which which that part typically doesn't take very long. Sure. But then I have to go in, I have to edit out like a certain amount of of the beginning, so that stuff that YouTube will will frown upon. Right, and then um, I have to I have to splice in like our logo the the Buffy you know uh, logo 
the trailer for the episode if if there is one you know the tv guide promo for the episode if there is one then there's then there's however long our episode is and then i have to splice off stuff at the end of that episode again so that we don't get flagged by the youtube gods and all that and then that and then downloading that uh saving that and downloading it can take up to an hour to an hour and a half right it has to it has then, to um you you have to um we'll, we'll go ahead go ahead and then once it's downloaded then i have to upload it to youtube and that can take anywhere up to an hour plus right. as well depending on how how traffic heavy YouTube is, you know, obviously internet connections, all that kind of stuff. So, so yes, all of that to say that what it really amounts to is that sometimes we don't record these until later on Sunday. And you mean James like, you, you mean like right now? <laughs> <laughs> and James is just too lazy to deal with all of that by the time we're done recording. Yeah. And Mon like I said, month. I would I would think and I do think that most people know by now that the audio version is always there at six right. AM right. Monday mornings, you know. So if you if you just simply must have the video version, you'll just simply must have to wait, I guess. <laughs> There's just sometimes it's not I, gonna be there. The the week prior, honestly, was was the reason it was so late was it was just such a series of like shit events lead cascading into another mm -hmm. uh, for me that I, it was just, it was literally every day. It was the last thing on my mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and like, I, I hate to, I hate to put it that way. Cause it makes it sound like I don't care and I do care, but you know, kind of in the grand scheme of everything else that was going on for those few days, it was literally like low thing on the totem pole, and I apologize for that. And too, and, and you should and, and, and you should apologize. And I just did, <laughs> and I will, I will try. Usually, I don't go more than a day. I'm usually not much more than a day late in posting. And a dollar and a dollar short. So, <laughs> she's more like. A couple thousand dollars short, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a regular basis. But anyway, I feel you. Anyway, we have we have wasted enough time talking about my shortcomings as a podcast host. <laughs> no, no, that's not your shortcomings as a host. That's your shortcomings as a producer. <laughs> my shortcomings as a podcast producer and I apologize and I will do better. And I'm beginning to see why maybe we're not getting picked up by a larger, <laughs> well, by a larger conglomerate. And you're also beginning to see as time has gone on, you're like, you know what? This is a lot of fucking work. <laughs> it it, you know? it really is. I mean, and we've like, we've talked about this before. It's, it's, um, it's always been a lot of work since the day we started this. Yeah, but it, you it, did have it easier before we started um, doing video and, and you know, you taking over all of that and shit. You know, when it was just an audio podcast, it was, it, I'm sure it was easier for you. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, 
thankfully we only did like what three or four episodes before we incorporated video so, so, uh, so yeah so I, didn't, like that. I know it was in season yeah. one yeah yeah i think it was only like three or four episodes so but um but yeah i mean this is this isn't um it's fun but it's not um it's as much as it seems like just two guys hopping on skype and like bullshitting with each other about one of their favorite tv shows for an hour plus every week um there's a lot that goes into it and and as easy as jeremy makes the audio version sound um taking that out of the equation they're still finding time to watch the episodes taking notes on episodes and all that we've talked about all this finding time to record Right, finding time to record, you know, yeah. it it uh it can get time consuming. It can. Um but but uh um but we enjoy doing it. It's almost the, it's almost as though we are doomed. End of the day. <laughs> yes, yes. Um all right, with all that being said, how about if I hand out some dates and deets for this week's episode? Get to handin'. As previously stated, we will be revisiting Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 4, Episode 11, our 67th episode of the series overall, Doomed. Our episode director this week is James A. Contner, and our episode credited writers this week are Marty Noxon, David Fury, and Jane Espenson. Three separate writers, and I'm going to let you know right up front, folks, and Jeremy might agree with me on this, it fucking shows. (laughs) Um, our original air date was January 8th, 2000. We have graduated into the new millennium, folks. Oh. Um, on the now defunct WB network, our Nielsen rating for when the episode originally aired was 3.5 million households, ranking it 90th out of the 136 network primetime shows for the week and second out of the 15 primetime shows airing on the WB for the week. Our regular cast, as always, includes Sarah Michelle Geller as Buffy, Nicholas Brandon as Xander, Allison Hannigan as Willow, Anthony Stewart Head as Giles, James Marsters as Spike, and Mark Blucas making his credits debut as a regular cast member as Riley. I'm going to pause, give Jeremy a moment to put up his, his bupkis sign. Yep, there we go. Uh, our guest stars this week include Leonard Roberts as Forrest, Bailey Chase as Graham, and Ethan Erickson making a return as Percy. Our episode synopsis this week reads, a suicidal spike is revivified by an approaching apocalypse, while Buffy and the gang must return to high school to seal Sunnydale's hellmouth. Okay, all right. Uh, Mine reads, while attempting to redefine her relationship with Riley, which I'm like, really? I don't think so. Uh... Buffy must also stop demons that are determined to reopen the hellmouth. Yeah, I'm like, I don't well we'll get in we'll we'll get into it, but I don't think mine's super accurate this week. The first part at least. Yeah. Um uh, so we jump in to our cold open and we pick up right where last week's phenomenal stellar episode hush left off and buffy and riley are sitting silently in buffy's dorm room and 
finally Riley just blurts out, what are you? And an irritated Buffy responds that she's a Capricorn. Um, she asks who he is, and he says that she knows who he is, but he can't tell her what he does. And Buffy, um, of course, having previously gotten info from Spike, uh, proceeds to describe to Riley exactly what it is that he does. And she wonders if Riley is even his real name, and he reminds her that she wasn't forthcoming with the truth either. She tells him that she's the Slayer, but he's clueless as to what she's talking about. And But nonetheless, he's in awe of her fighting, and she points out that he did pretty well, uh, too. Um, he points, and he, you know, points out that he's all bruised up and she's perfectly fine. She's disappointed that Riley isn't a nice, normal guy, though he insists that he is. And they agree to take a little time to process everything. And um, he starts to leave after reminding Buffy not to reveal his secret. And he notices Amy Rat acting strangely. And at that point, an earthquake suddenly hits and they both run into the closet doorway uh, with Riley excited about his first earthquake. And Buffy looks upset, commenting that it's not her first. And that is our cold open. Uh, And I just would like to bring up something real quick. It seems odd to me that Riley and perhaps the rest of the initiative aren't aware of the Slayer. Does that seem odd to you? Well, it it did, um, but then I realized I didn't care. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, it did, and then I thought, well, okay, if this is like this government uh, initiative, uh, ha ha ha, no pun intended, uh, intended, then you know they, the government could have you know discovered demons and and whatnot and not but not necessarily know anything about the inner workings of the actual um demon world you know what i mean demon right right which would include the slayer and whatnot right they could they could know about demons but not but but as we as we hear later um from forrest gump um you know they're the Slayer is a known commodity, but he believes it to—he believes it to be a you know a fairy tale. So, oh, that's right, that's right. Honestly, who the fuck knows? You know, like you said, this episode <laughs> shows that there were thirty-nine writers. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Anyway, when we come back, Xander and Spike are in Xander's uh, basement uh, apartment. <laughs> And there's leaks happening, and Xander's like, yo, why don't you fucking help out and, you know, tighten up a coupling here and there, buddy. And he's like, I got to get to work. You got to fix these fucking leaks. And Spike's, <laughs> Spike says something like, oh, you have to get to work where you can continue, uh, or how did he say that, where you can um, continue to constipate America because he works at, like, a pizza place. <laughs> <clears throat> and... uh Xander's just tearing him down, and then at one point he turns around, and Spike's got the big monkey wrench in his hand to try to fix the pipes, and he, like, raises it up, and it just wants to just bash Xander's brains in from behind, but then he's like, ah, and he gets the fucking pain in his head and shit, and 
uh, Xander continues to uh, dress him down and then says he's got to go to work, and he leaves. And uh, We cut to Willow checking in with Buffy, um, and there's there's going to be a an aftershock party because this one dorm is just throws a party for every goddamn thing that happens, apparently, like a person sneezed this week party. So, uh, um, if I, had, if I had gone to like actual college instead of community college for the limited amount of time I did, I feel like that would be, that would be like the, the dorm I was drawn to. Yeah. would yeah. be like the, Whoa, Tom sneezed. We're going to have a party. Yeah. Like, that's where I would be all the time. Yeah. Uh, not me. Just FYI, not me. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't. I generally don't, um, I don't like people, generally. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be there. Uh, Buffy heads off to Giles um, to discuss this thing because she's kind of got a gut feeling that this wasn't just your average ordinary California earthquake. She thinks there's something else going on, and uh, Giles is... Giles is very dismissive of that notion, and um, he wants to discuss what he has discovered about these quote-unquote commando guys. And Wait, I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. What is your opinion? Because I discussed this with someone else that, that I watched the episode with. What is your opinion on Giles being dismissive of this earthquake? I think... <sighs> I just think he's like, you know, and this is probably kind of the way I would be, honestly. Um, I think he's sort of like, you know what? Um, eh, this is Sunnydale. We're on the Hellmouth. It could possibly be something bigger. Fuck it. We'll deal with it when we know for sure. <laughs> you know, I think that's just kind of where he's at. Right. So I, my thing was, cause the person I watched it with was like, you know, I, I, you know, they couldn't believe that Giles seeing as how it was Sunnydale and it was the Hellmouth is being so dismissive of it. And I was like, well, I'm, I, I'm of the mind. And I think this is how I would be too, is that Giles is probably like, it's, we live in Southern California, it's an earthquake. Like it is what it is. They happen. Yeah. You know, uh, there's, you know, uh, a seemingly more pressing issue right now sure. to, to worry about. Sure. So, so I was just, I was curious what your take on it was. Cause it didn't like, it didn't bother me that he was so dismissive of it. Cause no. like I said, Southern California, that's, and he's, it's earthquakes and he's all the time. And he's been dismissive before of her, of her, uh, uh, you know, gut feelings. And sometimes he's been right. right. Sometimes he's been wrong. So. Right. Right. Again, I think he's just, he's just like, yeah, it's what, you know, it's, it's whatever. So, you know, <laughs> there's always an apocalypse going on around here. So if, if this is apocalyptic, we'll find out soon. <laughs> soon enough. Um, But yeah, so he's, he's wanting to talk about what he has discovered about these commando guys. And, uh, of course, she's all like, oh, fuck, you know, because I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to, I know what's going on now, but I'm supposed to, you know, not fucking let the cat out of the bag. So she's, she keeps trying to change the subject back to the earthquake deal. And 
he's he ain't having it. Um, and he's he's pretty much figured out that these commando guys are must be based underneath UC Sunnydale, which I'm like, how the fuck did he get? But okay, I'll go with it. You know, like how was he so accurate? But um, anyway, he, well, he does. He he does say he's basing that off of like where all the sightings. Where all the sightings, yeah, yeah. But still, I'm just like, well, that's a huge leap to just be like, you know what? I'll bet there's a massive underground complex underneath your college. <laughs> you know. Anyway, true, uh, true. She tries to, like I said, she tried to change the subject. He wasn't having it, so that's that's how that ends up. And then we cut to the initiative. And um, Riley's asking Forrest Gump what he knows about the Slayer. And uh, this is what I was talking about earlier. This is where Forrest is like, well, you know, it's just a myth that the monster's made up. It's like their boogeyman, yada, yada. Um, And then Riley basically asks, you know, what is your take on these? We found out earlier they call them – Subterranean hostels, is that what it is? Something like that. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't write it down. That's what they refer to demon, de- all demons, are like subterranean hostiles or something like that. Um, so he's like, so what is your take on these? Like what, you know, at the end of the day, what the, what the fuck are these things? And Forrest is like, oh, they're just, mo- they're just animals. That's, that's all it boils down to. They're just, they're just wild fucking animals. And around that time, one of them is going fucking berserk and beating up beating up a couple of guys. And Forrest runs over and he grabs a hold of it, but it it gets the upper hand on him. And then it fucking backhands Riley. And then you know they're waiting to get the vial to put it down. And Riley's like, "Fuck it!" He grabs a nightstick and clobbers this thing and KOs it. And um, he's like, "What the fuck is going on around here?" Like all the all these, uh, all the hostiles are like going bonkers today in their cages, you know, and they're all crazy. Forrest Gump is like, "Well, it was the earthquake; it makes everything crazy." And I'm like, "Oh, that's a perfect, that's a perfect, fucking, you know, explanation." Thanks, thanks, right. Forrest. Let's 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 not let's not take any real concern about why this facility full of monsters uh-huh. is suddenly acting acting completely insane. Right. Right. Let's just assume it was the earthquake. So then we cut to the party, said party of the uh, dorm that always parties. And Willow sees Percy. Do we all remember who Percy is, James? I remember who Percy is. Do you remember who Percy is? I do, but you should fill in our audience just in case they've forgotten. So anyone who doesn't remember Percy, he is the dumb jock that... Uh, Principal Snyder made Willow tutor um, in the that was that that was near the beginning of season three, right? Yes. Or mid season three? Yeah. Beginning to mid. Um, yeah. Beginning to mid season three, um, we we've seen him. I think this is like his fourth or fifth uh, pop up on the show. Yep. Um, so yes, that's who that's who Percy is. Um, uh, in the, <laughs> uh, I just bring this up because it always makes me laugh. In the in the initial uh, 
basically Snyder threatening Willow to to tutor Percy. Uh, <laughs> Willow mistakenly thinks Snyder wants her and Percy to mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I always get a kick out of that. But yes, that's who Percy is. We've seen him. We've seen him about four or five times up to this point. So he's uh, he's a minor reoccurring character. Yeah. So Willow sees him at this party, and she's like, "Yo, Purse, the fuck you doing here, brah?" She's like, "I thought you got sub dog, sub dog." No, I, I've and she's like, "I thought you got the scholarship to USC." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I do, but she goes here. It's this girl Lori, um, who apparently he's dating, or come to find out, probably probably just using." Um. <laughs> So Willow's like, oh, okay. And she tries to have a little small talk. And and this Lori chick is a massive cunt um, from Jump Street. Uh, she's just, yeah, I mean, if you watch the episode, you'll see what I mean. She's just a massive bitch. And so they're like, yeah, we're going to go. And they just kind of cut out and leave Willow hanging. And she's like, wow, what a dick. Um <laughs> Meanwhile, we cut to a guy. <laughs> this was a weird scene, I felt. A weird cut-to scene where we cut into, like... Okay, so we're <laughs> we're out in the main party area. Then we cut to this scene, which looks like a bedroom. And it's a dude, like, that appears to be completely naked. Um, because you can't see from his waist down, but from his waist up, he's he has nothing on. But he's mixing right. some drinks and shit, and you're just like, what the fuck is that? Is this guy, like, dr- dipping his balls in people's drink? Is this, like, a, a sex thing or something? Like, what's happening? And then he yells out the door. He's like, "What is it? Is it uh, Limbo, he says? Yeah, Naked Limbo. Yeah, he's like, if, it's, if, if you guys are still wanting to do Naked Limbo, I'm in. And it's just fucking weird. And <laughs> so he... Uh, he goes to gather up these drinks and things that he had been making, and he turns around, and there's this fucking hideous-looking fucking demon. And I I think it just used its nail, like its claw on its finger, and it just swipes, and you see his throat fucking cut, you know, cut open. He drops all the shit, and there's just fucking blood everywhere. And it's like, ooh, that's a pretty nice little, uh, little fuck you to the <laughs> censorship gods there at, on the WB. <laughs> You know, so um, we cut back out to the party and Willow overhears Percy and this bitch ass Lori. And she's all like, you know, what's with you and that girl? And he's like, who, you know, Willow? Oh, she's just this, you know, the captain of the nerd squad that that fucking, you know, tutored me in high school. She she's nothing. She just she's, you know. She yeah she's nice but that's all she, you know he's like I like my women hot and I'm like this Lori chick you consider hot and of course then <laughs> Lori's all happy because she's a she's a hooer so they begin making out and depressed Willow after overhearing this what she should have done was punch them both in the throat um, <laughs> but she's Willow she's super nice and sweet and. So instead, she's just sad, and she goes off into a room and lies down on a bed. 
around that time, the power finally comes back on in this dorm, and she gets this feeling that she just gets a feeling, so she kind of rolls over and looks next to her, and there's the dead dude um, in the bed looking quite dead with this odd symbol like carved into his chest, and it's like a pyramid with an eye in the center of it. And, of course, Willow's like, Yeah! And, uh, which I'm pretty sure we all would have uh, felt that way. Um, uh, not me. No, no. Would you have just, no. would you have hugged him? Just been like, hey, sexy. No, I probably, probably just would have rolled back over and gone back like, to sleep. Gone back to sleep or finished crying, whatever it was I was doing. <laughs> finished crying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's see. Oh, <laughs> I love this scene. It's probably one of the few scenes in this episode I actually liked. Uh, hint, hint. Uh, Xander <laughs> walks uh, back into his little basement apartment at his mommy's house. And um, Spike, he walks in, and there's just like kind of like a mess and stuff. And he's just like, what the fuck, Spike? You haven't done anything. And he doesn't see Spike, but then he hears Spike, and Spike's all like, don't turn around. Don't you fucking turn around and look at me. And so, of course, Xander does. And what's he see but Spike... <laughs> And one of his one of Xander's Hawaiian shirts and his little fucking uh, short fucking khaki shorts. <laughs> he looks ridiculous. And of course, Xander thinks it's hilarious. And he's uh, Spike has shrunk his shirt and all of his stuff, and I guess fucking ruined it. And um, they end up getting into um quite a fight, and Xander loses his temper and. Basically, just tells Spike the fuck off, like you're nobody, you know, you're a, you're nothing, you're not even scary. He's like, with that chip in your head right now, I could beat the fuck out of you, and you couldn't do anything about it. He's like, but you know what? You're not even fucking worth it. And he just walks away, and Spike is like, wah, 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 wah. and uh, then we cut to Buffy, and that's, I'm sorry, I'm just real quick, like. The end of that scene, <laughs> like, honestly, like, what's the be- The look on Spike's face is, like, like, he's honestly, like, completely, like, I think he's shocked that Xander stood up to him that way, mm-hmm. for one. Mm-hmm. But I also think he's, like, legitimately devastated yeah. by what Xander said. Yeah. Like, I think it really affects him, the fact that, like, he's not scary anymore. And like, he's not intimidating and he's not the big bad. No. So then we cut back to Buffy, who is now arriving late to this party. And, uh, what's going on there, James? Um, everyone's on fire. (laughs) Everyone's on fire. Every single person is literally burning. Just like screaming. It is, I can't even describe. It's hard to handle. The, the, it's, the screaming and the crying and the begging for, right. for a sweet release of death is... Yes, yes. And you can almost... You could almost smell yeah. the burning, the burning flesh, flesh. And the burning flesh and the burning hair because that's like the worst yeah. smell in the world. Yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. No, Buffy <laughs> uh, shows up at the party late and she finds Willow and Willow... Right, explains to her what happened 
you know, that she found a dead guy and that Percy said she was a nerd. And Willow's like, I haven't been a nerd. I haven't been a nerd in a long time. Like, hello, dated a guitarist. <laughs> yeah, and it's um, all like, it's, yeah, that, it was pretty good. That was a pretty good little, she, <sighs> Allison Hannigan always does good things with her lines and stuff. Yeah. Um, and they both, up, they both end up heading over to Giles's to fill him in on the, murdered student and we cut to Forrest and Riley and they're playing Nerf basketball in Riley's uh, room and Riley's mind's clearly somewhere and else. Nerf, and Nerf basketball is a euphemism for euphemism for jerking each other off. Oh yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. I should have mentioned that. I yeah. should have mentioned that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're just sitting in a chair next to each other and you just see each of their arm like this and they're just yeah. like so, so uh what's so, going then, <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> right and like riley's like yeah so buffy <laughs> yeah and force is like do we have to talk about buffy right now and right, riley's like right. i'm sorry then he like spits in his hand and so goes, yeah, goes like, back sorry in. buddy <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's actually a hawker you're right, right. So it's just a big old loogie. <laughs> okay, canceled. Wow, so canceled, so canceled. Um, but uh, Riley brings up Buffy, and uh, it annoys Forrest, and he's kind of clearly like tired of hearing about Buffy. And uh, is it, Graham is it shows just, up. Is it just me or? <sighs> How do I how do I ask this or explain it? I'm not even sure. Is 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 Forrest just a shitty character? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. He's okay. he's a shitty he's a shitty friend. Yeah, it's like it's that, clear that he doesn't that really a give a character. fuck about Riley. He's just like, right. Listen, I'm at this. I'm at this. I'm stationed here, so I just need someone to sort of be a friend with. But I don't really care about you or your anything right. like that, you know. And I don't know. He just seems like a real shit ball to me. Right. I honestly would have liked to see more character development from Graham at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even though like, we know Graham like, is like this super idiotic dude with like a IQ in the double digits, but you know, Forrest is just—I don't know. Right, there's something like Graham, about Forrest that's very douchey, right? Like Graham, like you said, like Graham seems like he's an idiot, but at least he also seems like he's kind of a like a decent person. Yeah, and and I don't <laughs> get that from Forrest. Like, I could totally see no. Forrest being like becoming a bad guy and being like the big bad at this. Now that's not what happens, but right. He just seems like that For kind of guy who's just just on the verge of betraying everyone. <laughs> I was literally just going to say Forrest is that friend that you would not leave alone with your girlfriend. No, let alone leave alone like in your house while you're gone because probably <laughs> right. some shit will come up missing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's like that guy um, that would take like the stupidest shit too. He'd like take some of your silverware or something, you know, just to be a dick. Right. You know? Right. Um, 
So Graham shows up and he lets them know that there was a murder at the aftershock party and he couldn't get close enough to determine if it was a demon related or not. So uh, Riley says he'll investigate while they report to Walsh. And we cut over to Giles, Giles's sweet, sweet pad. And uh, like, why, how come, so the, just kind of off the beaten track right now, we've mentioned this before, like Giles has a sweet pad, Angel has a sweet pad. How come everyone else's accommodations suck? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that's because Angel and Giles are the oldest characters. Okay, you that know, makes sense. And they're established, okay, right. and, 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 you know, everyone else is, well, school age. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, so the gang's all there, and um, uh, they're discussing both Percy, who Xander points out would still be in high school if it wasn't for Willow, and, and the dead guy, and... Willow reveals that the victim was propped up as though whatever killed him had, had uh, and drained his blood uh, had probably taken some with. And and, uh, and, and had, the way it was laying kind of naked on the bed there, he might have been diddled. He was, yeah, the, the corpse had definitely been sexually assaulted <laughs> after, de- after death. The demon was definitely a necrophiliac sexual uh, deviant. Right, right. And after uh, after the body had been drained of blood, the demon the demon fucked it. I mean, let's not <laughs> let's not sugarcoat it. Let's not sugarcoat it. He 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 took it to Pound Town. He <laughs> railed that corpse. <laughs> Do you think he took one of those little those little fucking uh, tentacle things that it looked like hair and you think he was like jabbing it in the butt with that or Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, okay. I just didn't know yeah. if I was the only one that thought that. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's how he. That's how he got the corpse's sphincter loose enough for his demon dick. Right, right. Because, and you know, dude, you know that his demon dick is like a cat. It's like a cat dick with the barbs on it. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yep. Definitely. Yep. That's why he had to drain the blood out of the body. Right, because he he knew that it wouldn't survive that anyway. Right, you know, right. A human cannot survive a demon dick down. <laughs> no, not <laughs> something wrong with us. There's something fucking wrong with us. <laughs> um, canceled. Canceled. So canceled. Um, oh, if we keep it up, you won't have to worry. You won't have to worry about learning too many foreign languages. Hey oh. Hey oh. Hey oh. <laughs> Uh, Willow shows Giles uh, a a sketch she made of the symbol she saw and and Giles very matter-of-factly reveals that the end of the world is coming Um, and and everybody uh, says in unison again? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Buffy uh, reminds him that she told him so and announces that she's going to stop it. And she ends up, we cut to her at the cemetery, where she finds uh, the symbol on the side of a mausoleum. 
And she, of course, hears a noise and goes into the mausoleum to find a demon stealing the bones of a child uh, skeleton. Of course, they engage in fisticuffs, and he ends up slamming her backward over a tombstone. And while she's kind of regaining her wits about her, he runs away. And she spots a shadow um, uh, over her and bounces back up, ready to fight again. And uh, she throws a punch, and Riley blocks it. And he's impressed with her moves. And... um, she wonders why he didn't follow the demon and he comments that he's no slayer and he doesn't have any weapons or backup and that and it was a pretty big demon um he ends up notifying the rest of the initiative over walkie-talkie and about the demon and then uh tries to talk to buffy and she tells him that she can't be with him because he's too much of a risk and it would be it would be doomed. And, and this is where the episode begin for me, starts, begins getting very uncomfortable and, and just very creepy. <laughs> um, Riley says he doesn't understand, but he argues that he's not going to walk away because it might not work. And Buffy's not swayed by it. And she argues that what he does is a job and an adventure for him. But what she does is her destiny. And he argues that she can change things. And she ends up walking away, firmly telling him that her answer is still no. And, and ladies and gentlemen, to- ladies and gentlemen, that's not enough for him. <laughs> yeah. That that firm yeah. no is not enough for, for Mr. Riley Bupkis. So we cut to the next day and, um, uh, uh, the gang's at Giles' place and and um, they find the demon in a book and discover it's a Valhral demon. And we cut to Riley, who's sharing what little information he has about the demon with the rest of the initiative. And then the Buffy gang figures out that the demon needs something called the Word of Valios along with three sacrifices, plus the blood and bones he already has, in order to perform a world-ending ritual. Back to Riley at the initiative, and where he's revealing that the demon leaves major traces of pheromones wherever he goes. So they'll, they'll be using something that Forrest invented, basically yeah. a pheromone detector Forrest to track it. Forrest fucking invented this shit. He's, he's their scientific go-to guy, this fucking Forrest. Yeah, that's super believable. That and the fact that I'm like, how the fuck do they even know that this thing puts off, you know, pheromones or what? Like, you you know what I mean? It's like, oh, but not only did we figure it out, like, in 12 hours, but we've invented a device to track it, you know? Right. Fuck off. Um, So Riley orders them to go out in in their civilian clothing and keep their weapons hidden until nightfall. <laughs> which, which Forrest takes that a little too literal because he's like, oh, in our civilian clothing, and then he comes back, when he comes back, he's in a dress and he <laughs> heals and stuff, and he's dressed up like RuPaul, and they're all yeah, like, yeah. and everybody's just staring at him, and he's like, what? And they're like, right. dude, and he's like, oh! Because oh. 
because don't forget with it like this is this is literally the turn of the millennium right and um you know, things like that like it's okay but not that it wasn't okay back then um but like it's more your 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 other characters wouldn't bat an eyelash at it now in in TVs and movies but back then it was like so of course he shows up in a dress and literally every character on screen starts cracking gay jokes and it's very uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable uncomfortable. and he doesn't realize like that he did that and he's like oh fuck oh shit i just outed myself and he's like guy (laughs) just i just want to see what you'd say (laughs) just joking guys (laughs) (laughs) and then he throws himself down a big pit and they're in the initiative Right. And that's the end of Forest. <laughs> I wish. Cool. Uh, where was I? Uh, Fair one, Riley orders. I'm going to get until Nightfall. Oh, we cut back to Buffy and the gang. And uh, they assume that the word of Valios is a book. And they head off to the magic shop and the book archives at the museum um, while Giles stays behind to keep researching. Um because as we all so, know, even in the middle of the night, you can just go into the museum and search the book archives. <laughs> right. So we cut to Willow and Xander, and they have stopped back at Xander's place so that he can get a clean shirt. And they walk in on Spike, who is attempting to stake himself. <laughs> and I like what he says, Zand- too, right before he tries it. He goes, go ahead. goodbye, Drew. See you in hell. (laughs) (laughs) Then he goes to throw himself on a stake, and they come in and fuck it up, and he misses. So uh, Xander, of course, offers to do it for him, but Willow won't won't let him do it. And uh, Spike asks if he's even remotely scary anymore, and Willow points out that the clothes don't help, but uh, and then ends up insisting that he has to come with them because they can't leave him alone because he might kill himself. And then we cut to that later that evening and Buffy runs into Riley on the street. And why don't you tell us about the extreme creepiness that proceeds in this scene? Yeah. So once again, Riley ain't taking no for an answer. And you know what he even says at one, or I, I don't know if it's this, if it was this conversation or the one that you covered, the first one that they had, but in one of them, he even says, well, I'm not going to force myself on you, but I'm not going to take no for you. And it was just really like, really, bro, you, you should, you should say that you should, you should verbalize that because it seems like verbally you are forcing yourself on her. Um, yeah, he just, he will not take no for a fucking answer. And it's not, this isn't one of those, like, you know, uh, attractive, um, kind of endearing, you know, won't take no for an answer kind of things. This is one of those. No, this is like, she, like, this is like, she told you, no, I'm not interested anymore. And you're still like, that's not good enough for me. Yeah. And like, I don't, I, I don't. I don't know that I was prescient enough to understand it back then, but definitely now um, in intervening years, 
like it gave it this whole this whole scene really gave me the ick as yeah. as the youngins say now. Well, when you combine it with the first one, yeah, it's like what the fuck, you know? Right. Um, because it's not like this isn't. And it's like you were saying, like, this isn't like a, a heartwarming, like, you know, endearing, I'll never give up on our love type of thing. This is like. Yeah, because there was no dude, love. She, <laughs> right. She's like, it's it's like, no, dude, she told you no. And you're like, you're really pushing the issue. Yeah, it's not like, like they're this old married couple and they're trying, he's trying to desperately to save their marriage. Like, they've never right. been together. They've not dated, you know. She's just like, yeah, this, and he, and he's like, no, I'm, we're, I'm gonna, I'm going to stalk you. Right. And, it's and I don't like, like, listen, guys, like, I, I don't know what our, what our age demographic out there is, but listen to me. Don't, no, don't right be this guy. <laughs> listen to me. If a girl tells you, no, she's not interested. You walk the fuck away. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that's what you do. You take your lumps and you walk the fuck away. You go Leave away her alone and you plan for your, uh, Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. You write your fucking manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, yeah, this is just, it's, uh, and it went on. And then there's a point where, <coughs> excuse me, he kneels down like, I got to get on your level, stupid female. Because he kneels down and, like, gets her by the arms. And he's like, you fucking listen to me, you dumb woman. And and he, and he and that's not an exaggeration. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing everybody's watched it at this point. And, like, that's not an exaggeration. At, at one point in this scene, he calls her stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. He says, no, you are. St or he's like, you're being stupid. And he's like, ah, that's not what I meant. And he goes, no, yeah, maybe it is what I meant. And she's like, bro, I could punch your head off your body. <laughs> like, are you stupid? Like, <laughs> and this scene, like you, you already mentioned it. This scene goes on way too long, especially when you combine it with the one they just had. Right. It's been like right. in real time, it's been like eight minutes since the last one. And with this one, right. she wraps it up by saying, literally, my answer is fucking no. Or no, how does she, she says it. She says, I, God damn it. How does she finish it? Because her line is really good. She's like, um, I can make up my own mind, make my own decision, basically. And my decision is basically, fuck off. And right. then he's like, she, and then he's like, fair enough. And he like walks past her, like brushes against her. Like, like, he, like he's some middle school, like kid putting the shoulder to you. So I'm like, the yeah. fuck, bro. Yeah. Like, what are you going to get your, like, write your manifesto or <laughs> Like, it gets to a point, and I don't remember exactly what she said, and I wish I had written it down, but she the gist of it is she has to order this man to leave, leave her, her the fuck alone. Yeah. Before he's finally like, fine, I'll leave you alone. For now. And then, like you said. Yeah. Right. And then, like you said, he literally, like, 
middle school boy brushes past her and bumps shoulders with her. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, uh, I'm like, it gives me the ick just thinking about it right yeah. now. It's like, well, there and goes there goes no Riley the Raper, you know? It's like, <laughs> right, this right. motherfucker cannot take no for a goddamn answer. And these these two like these two scenes with him not taking no for an answer kind of sum up like an issue that that I've had and and I don't know that I've brought it up yet um with the Riley Buffy relationship so far this season well I have brought it up is that there's it's all just there all of a sudden yeah in his like, mind, they've been together for five years now and have have a, a two kids and a mortgage, you know? Right. Like, like it just, when we talked about this a few episodes, when it first came up, when, when it first dawned on Riley that he liked Buffy and apparently everyone knew it. And we were like, no, everyone didn't know it. I didn't know. The viewers had no idea. Yeah, you've been very cold and very standoffish with Buffy since the two of your, your two characters met. But now all of a sudden I just realized there's never been a greater love in my life than Buffy Summers, you know? Right. And like this, 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 um, uh, uh, this level of, of determination, I guess, for lack of a better word from Riley, isn't, it hasn't been earned on any level. There's no justification for it. Because like you said, it's not like they're they're an existing couple who've been going out and like he's just like trying to fight for their love or anything. Like as far as as far as I'm concerned, and I think most viewers, like, this isn't a relationship. No. At all. It was in the infancy like, of possibly becoming a someone who might go on a date with you. <laughs> Right, like they've been on one, they've literally been on one date that we know of. It was a picnic, and Willow ended up crashing it. Right, I I know, I know, it's fucking. Wait, I don't. It's ick. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I'm sorry. Go ahead, proceed. <laughs> no, I just, I believe me, I know what you're saying because I kept thinking, we just had this same scene, you know, seven minutes ago, and now we're having it again. Anyway, um, so now we're outside the historical uh, museum in Sunnydale, and Willow and Xander and Spike are leaving, having been unsuccessful in their search for this Word of Valios book. Um, so they get into this <laughs> this spiel, basically, and Spike just drags them both, dude. He's like... He's like, you're not even helpful to her, you know. He's he's like, you guys are just in her way. He's like, you couldn't even keep Dog Boy around talking about Oz and and you know, he just he basically verbally owns them both. And then he turns around and he walks away and he's like and he's the camera you can see he's where just, he's he's just like got him. He's just got this smug, like shit eating grin on his yep. face. Mm-hmm. Like he's so proud of himself. Yep. And then we cut to uh Giles, who is at home and he's still, you know, researching and whatnot. This for this, you know, this word of Valios or what have you. 
and uh, he uh, he's going through. He finally finds like a picture of it in one of his books, and he he says a line that I thought was awesome. Something along the lines of he goes, "Oh, once again, dear," <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. he jumps up from his table and he starts rummaging through one of his chests. And he finds the fucking talisman of, he's had it this whole time. And he's, mm-hmm. when he realizes mm-hmm. he's realizes it, he's like, fuck. So he grabs his shit, like his coat and stuff. He's, he's getting ready to head the fuck out to find Buffy and stuff. And too late, all three of the demons are already in his house. And I was like, what the fuck? What the, what the, what the, what the fuck is this? Yes, thank you. I I I literally, like I said, I watched it. I watched it with another person, and I I said to I said to her, I was like, "What? How the fuck did they even know that Giles had this fucking thing?" And why wouldn't they have already been there before now? Right. And they're not drawn to this talisman. There's at at no point. Is it ever verbally or or visually shown that they are in any way drawn to this talisman? So right. they, they would just, have no fucking idea where in this entire city this fucking thing is at. But just as right. Giles discovers that he has it, uh, they're there. Right. They somehow also know that Giles has it. Yeah. Like, what? And they immediately... And I'm going to give props here for the fucking stunts and shit. They fuck him up. They <laughs> yes, literally they, they, they literally do. scoop body slam him just like wrestling through a table and I was like holy shit. Holy shit. EC dub. No, uh <laughs> they fuck him up. Oh my god. <laughs> my god. <laughs> He's broken in half. Somebody get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> He's broken in Bama half. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> barbecue sauce. Yeah, so no, he's he's fucking they fuck him up. Like to the point where it's almost a little overdone to where you're like, yeah, he's fucking dead. There's no fucking human that's surviving that beating. Like he is fuck especially somebody in their mid forties. Speaking of someone in their mid forties, I would not have survived that. Like they the the Buffy, the Scooby gang would have had to they would have come home or come back there to Giles to find me dead, um, or at least paralyzed, and I would be eating through a straw the rest of my life because um, they fuck him up. Um, so <clears throat> they all get back, or they all get, they do arrive, and they find Giles. <laughs> fucking, he's fucked up. Um, he's got. Fucking ice packs everywhere. He's got this. He's he's fucked up. Um, and he's he tells him he's like, you know, the fucking talisman. I had it all along. I didn't even realize it. He's like, I bought I bought it at a sorcerer's estate sale, but I thought it was just a knockoff. Um, you know, so he he had also discovered in this book that the ritual is a means to reopen the Hellmouth. So that means they have to go back to Sunnydale High. And that's where they go to. Unfortunately, when they get there, the ritual's been done, the Hellmouth is open, and they all die. 
They all die. They all that die. That big tentacle demon. That big tentacle demon from when the Hellmouth opened back in season one, and then again in season three mm-hmm. uh, in the Zeppo. It, it's it's fully emerged from from it. It looks like Cthulhu it, for anyone that's familiar with uh, with Cthulhu. Yeah, but it also has it. It looks like an enormous penis, and it just has tentacles growing off of it. And it just touches people with its tentacle, like on the lips, and it's just like ah, these tentacle comes and just like it's really, it's really fucking disgusting. Um, so they arrive in the school, and boys, the school fucked up. And I'm like, okay, it's been, it's going on a year. It's been since the school was nuked. Um. In what world would, A, there not be a fenced barricade around this very dangerous building, or, B, would they have not already pulled this fucking shithole down? Right, (laughs) Um, right, right. Yeah, so... And they're able to just walk in. Stroll in? Stroll in? And Buffy's like, "Uh, be careful, this building looks like it's going to come down any minute. And I'm like, you think? Do, do, do you think? Right. You, you think it might? Right. Uh, right. You think? And they, you think? Thanks a lot, structural structural engineer Buffy. Yeah, yeah. Considering we blew it up and it really shouldn't be standing right now. Right. Right. Okay. So they they just kind of <laughs> meander through the halls, and uh, at one point, Xander steps on something, and he's like, "Ooh!" and you look down and it's this gooey stuff, and he's like, "Ooh, mayor meat." He's like char broiled, or char broiled, oh. and uh, the uh, they finally make it, which to- is an, which is another thing. Like we're almost we're at least a year on Close at this to. point. There would not still be like, like yeah, you uh, would think biological gooey. matter would have would have would have you know uh, decayed by now, right? Exactly. But no, it looks like. There's just chunks of the mayor all around the uh, the ruins of the school. So, they finally make it to where the um, library used to be, because if you recall, that's where the opening for the Hellmouth is. Yes. And uh, sure as shit, there's the three demons performing their ritual. Um, and the ritual, oddly enough, is they're in a circle and they're sucking each other's dicks. <laughs> it's such a yeah. weird ritual. <laughs> I was like, at first, I was like, "Is this? Did I? What? what? Yeah, they're taking I, turns are, blowing each other." Yeah, I was like, "Are they doing what I think they're? Yes, they are. Yeah. They are doing yeah. what? I, wow. It's okay, a, um, it's an odd choice for a ritual. But I mean, who are we to call to say what's what's odd and what's not demonic wise? Right. Yeah. And I don't know about you or anybody else listening, but all I'm going to say is I may. I may or may not have rewound the scene a couple times. A couple, 10 to 15 times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it happens. <laughs> uh, anyway, Buffy, like, it's, it's a, there's a weird edit here. Almost like a, she just like, okay, 
they're looking at the demons that are performing the ritual, and then it just immediately like cuts to her just flying down there and karate fight immediately ensues. She's just beating the, she's fucking backhanding, kicking, and it, it's right. just it's a funny way it's cut. But she's just there all of a sudden, just fucking their world up, and they're like, "Whoa, bitch." We're just three demons trying to suck each other's dicks. Like, why are you down here fucking punching us? Right. Yeah, they're like, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Listen, listen, listen. We know you're the Slayer and all. We know we may have killed some people to get some blood. But ultimately, all we're trying to do is suck each other's demon dicks. Okay? And you are fucking up. Our, I, like, I have lost it now. I have to start all over. Right. Like, look at look at me. I Look, I have gone flaccid. <laughs> yes. Like, that, I know it, I, listen, I understand it's a demon dick, and it might not look like I'm flaccid right now, but. This is flaccid. I, this is flaccid. Yeah. Okay. Now, we're going to, like, t- Tom over there is going to have to fluff me. He's yep. going to have to fluff me up again. Yep. So that Gerald can get back to sucking. Yep. <laughs> so. By the way, nice to meet you. you. I'm Larry. Right. By the way, nice to meet you. I'm Larry. Um, <laughs> could we please have some privacy? And at the very least, could you at least not just come in here and start punching us in the face while we're getting our dick sucked? Right. Like, how it's do you very just, rude. How do you just come in here kicking and punching us when my dick is in Gerald's mouth? Right. Like that's fucked right. up. <laughs> it's rude. It's rude, and it it raises some questions. It raises it some questions. It, like clearly, like you you've you have issues with demons. Clearly, yeah. which isn't it's not right. Yeah, it's okay? not. It's really not. We're we're, we're people too. Yeah. Um. B. It seems like maybe you have a problem with with uh homosexuality. Our, yeah. Our sexuality is none of your business, Slayer. So I'm not, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what the bigger issue is for you, Slayer, whether it's the fact that we're demons or the fact that we're male demons sucking each other off, but either way, either way, it's not cool. Okay. It's not, it's not cool. It's really not. This is why we, this is why we have to come to the ruins of a school and in the first place. And this, to hide ent- this from and this other enti- people. And, and that's th- not right. We shouldn't have to hide who we are in this entire town. The only thing that does not judge us is the hellmouth. Is the hellmouth. Okay. Right. That's why we're here. And you just come in here assuming I don't know what you're assuming. That we're evil or something. We're just we're trying to practice who we are. We like sucking dicks, okay? We like <laughs> we, we like sucking dicks. And if that's not cool with you, then I think you need to look inside yourself. Yes. Because obviously the issue, the problem is with you and what's going on in here. Yeah. Not with me and not with Tom and not with Gerald. Right. Okay? Right. So you and your friends, please leave. We're going to get back to sucking each other off. <laughs> and he just immediately fucking turns back. And he looks at Gerald, and he just he just flags him over. So. Right, he just right, he just he's just like this. He's like to to Buffy and everybody's like. Here, I should turn I should turn this way because then they can see me. 
she's already like fucking cold, cold fucking stroking, trying to get chubbed up again. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! What was that? Like a ten minute tirade? Okay. Um, <laughs> That's the longest one we've gone on in a while. It is. It is. That is. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what's really going on is. She flies down there, starts fighting. There's just a big fucking fracas. And one of them's like got Xander. (laughs) And it's just like beating the shit out of him. And then all of a sudden it lets go and runs and dives into the hell mouth. And he's like, okay, I guess I win. (laughs) And then he realizes, of course, oh shit. They are the sacrifice. Like, they're going to sacrifice themselves one by one to do... so. When that first one throws himself in, Earthquake, and he's like, fuck, okay, so they're all like, he yells out to Buffy and the rest of them, they are the fucking sacrifices. And um, at one point, Willow tosses the uh, bone, bag of bones to, she's like, Spike, here! And he's got him, and he's like, oh, what, what, the, what the fuck, okay, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, a demon grabs Spike, and it's just... <laughs> He's just punching him and punching him, and and, and Spike's just taking it because he's like, There's, I can't do anything. Well, gets to the point where he just can't take it anymore, and he just hauls off and just blasts the fucking thing, and then he immediately grabs his head ready for the headache, and he's like, huh? Nothing. And he grabs the guy up again, and he punches him again, he's like, nothing? He's like, I can beat up demons. And so he immediately starts fucking the demon up. And then grabs him. Which, oh, go ahead. Which let's let's talk about this for a minute. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. And maybe maybe you don't remember either. In this should not be this should not be a revelation. Okay. Because if I'm not mistaken, back in something blue. Okay. Did. Did or did not Spike fight demons in the mausoleum? No, he did not. He didn't, really. No, Spike got beat up and KO'd and was taken out of the fight. Okay. Yeah. But he didn't he didn't he didn't throw any punches or anything. He did not. Okay. Okay. All right. That's a, that's that's on me then. That's on me. Then. That's on you, buddy. That is on you. That is that is. I'm gonna be honest with you. It it the fact that you remember that and have pointed it out for me is going to help save the score of this episode. Yeah. Listen, Larry, Tom, and Gerald are very upset <laughs> that you <laughs> that you uh fuck that up. Hey, but at least I wasn't the one that was like backhanding them and roundhouse kicking them just because they were sucking each other's dicks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, I don't care. Call, I don't call, care call about you that. a lot of things, but you're not a bigot. Uh, no, yeah. no. The Yeah, 100%. You, yeah. Anything under the sun, practically, right. you could call me. And it would probably be true. Right. But I am, not, I am not a bigot or any sort of a, a, a phobe. Yeah. Uh, so... So let's not uh let's not mix it up here. Yeah, let's let's not get it twisted, kids. Right. I'm I'm tolerant. 
I am tolerant. I will tolerate of, except, just about anything. I am tolerant, except of people. Right. Cheers. And that's cheers. Not, not, not any specific people, just people in general. All, all of them. All of them. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them all. Gay, straight, <clears throat> white, blue, purple, green, yellow, yep. orange. I don't like them. Don't like, especially the orange ones. Well, there's only one orange one I know of. Well, I don't like that motherfucker. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was going to let you go. <laughs> uh, anyway. Whoa, sorry. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Spike's all happy when he discovers he can fuck up demons and not get any uh, pain in the head. So they're like, don't throw it in the hole. It, well, he picks it up and throws it in the hole. And they're like, God damn. And he's like, what? I was helping. So now there's only one demon left. And if that third demon gets in the hole, things might go bad. Uh, and Buffy's fighting that last one, and it kind of gets the upper hand on her when out of literally fucking nowhere, Riley arrives in full G.I. Joe gear. And begins fighting the demon. And is quickly dispatched. <laughs> and <laughs> Buffy continues fighting it. At which point, she is dispatched. And the demon grabs the talisman and jumps into the fucking hole. Boy, oh boy. Here we go. Buffy's like, I'm going. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit back and and let you, uh, let you go off on this, because I know what's coming. I know what's coming. Yeah. Go ahead. Buffy's like, she looks at Riley and she's like, I'm going in after it. And he's like, Well, yeah, of course. I mean, that's what you should do. And he's like, But you're coming back out because, go go gadget, uh, uh string thingy. <laughs> he has this. He has this ridiculous horrible prop attached to his belt that is a it's got a little like a carbiner on it which he hooks to her belt and then it's got a literal shoestring actually something thinner than a shoestring um and that's that's attached to it and then she goes and dives into the hole and he begins feeding out the line that's thinner than a shoestring okay just, just so we're all on the same page. Yeah. You know what's funny about this? What? I'm going to tell you because I, I watched, I obviously, I watched the episode. Mm -hmm. And I had these same thoughts that you are. And the person I watched it with, she had these same thoughts. And now I'm thinking back on it. And I'm like, where, for me personally, I don't know about you. For me personally, where, what is it? Where do I draw the line with that sort of thing? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'll watch I'll watch the fuck out of a Batman movie, like Batman 89 or whatever. And like he's it's essentially it's the same thing. Like, but with that's his fucking gun. but that's fucking Batman. <laughs> and I'm like, and this I'm is like, Bubkiss. This is Bubkiss. And I'm like, 
And that's what I'm thinking to myself right now. I'm like, is that where I draw the line? Like, if it's not Batman, am I just like, no, this is ridiculous. This is insane. That would never, that would never work. If it's not, if it's not a character who has been shown to use these types of things before and is a clear master of such things. And (laughs) let me continue. No, go ahead. I just this is just a personal observation of myself because like yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you in like the ridiculousness of it. Yeah. But like, but but it just it, my own internally, I'm like I'm like where where do I d- draw the line? And like for me, clearly, it's like it's it's Batman. Like Batman could get away with this shit. It doesn't yeah. bother me. Yeah. He's swinging around Gotham on like tinsel thin reinforced carbon five fiber Kevlar line. And, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, completely yeah. plausible. Nothing, nothing, nothing fantastic about that. Yet Riley essentially does the same thing to get Buffy in and out of the Hellmouth, And I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. Well, here's the thing though. Batman's got gloves on. Whereas, <laughs> whereas fucking, whereas Riley this fucking line, this string is flowing through his hands so fast. We should be seeing smoke coming out of Riley's fucking hands. Because you know, have you ever held like a, even a large piece of rope while something very oh, yeah. heavy is pulling? You're bleeding. Um, oh, yeah. And his shit's <laughs> fucked up right now, but it's not. I like, I like how... I like how we're like we're drawing. That's the distinction. Batman wears gloves. Yeah, he's got Kev, he's got Kevlar gloves. gloves on. Okay. Batman wears gloves. Yeah. That's why it's acceptable. It's that's why Riley's not wearing any sort of hand protection. No, he's not. Nor nor eye protection. And you know that there are. <laughs> there, and you know that there are piece like little pieces of tinsel that are shooting out of that line, and possibly blinding him. Um. So then he wraps this line around a piece of rebar a couple of times, you know, for leverage, which I'm thinking, well, that will immediately snap this shoestring, like, immediately. Um, she apparently falls, gets a hold of this demon. He's able to pull them... He's able to pull the weight of two human beings up with just, like, four tugs on this uh, piece of floss. And then he just is able to run over to the hole and grab her and pull her up. And then, of course, she has a hold of the demon and she pulls it up. And, um, yeah, uh, save the day. Um, and I guess I'm assuming that since, like, I don't know how this works, but I'm, I'm guessing since the demon didn't go in a certain amount of time with the other two that that breaks the ritual. Cause I'm like, couldn't it just come back in like a week and just jump in and then, you know, hell mouth open, but apparently not. Uh- Um, no, I think the demon died, didn't it? I think the demon died. It just didn't die in the hell mouth. I don't know why it would have died. It just jumped in and she jumped in and grabbed it and they pulled it back up. I'm almost positive the demon died. I know it looks up and it's like, uh, and it like thumps its head down. I just assumed it was like Mm -hmm. KO'd, you know, or, or just, well, you missed the, you missed the part where he looked up and before he's like, uh, and, and collapses again. He's like, I was just trying to suck dick. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I was just trying to get my dick sucked. (laughs) 
And then he, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. He was like, I just wanted to live my life. <laughs> and then die. Yeah, and then die. <laughs> and he actually held up a little a little sign that said, that's got his thing and his eyes were X'd out. That's how you know. Yeah. He, that's how you yeah. knew he was dead. That's how he knew he was dead. Yeah, exactly. So debris <laughs> debris starts falling and like the building's about ready to fucking. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm way I'm way behind. <laughs> We've already done all that. Uh, so they leave the school and they're all like, "Yeah, it's kind of small, isn't it?" And Willow's like, "Yeah, fuck this place." And they all stop before they leave. And they all piss on the school. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. It is. Uh, I was like, I was like, how did the WB allow like, full not, frontal? Not, right. Not even, this isn't a, this is a basic cable channel. Get it's away not, with full. It's not basic get, cable. Huh? It's not basic cable. That was, it was over the air. WB was over the air. Oh, right. Um, like how did they, how did they get away with full vag in prime time, <laughs> and on a teen sw- drama, on a teen dramedy, and swang and schwang, <laughs> right? You know, right? But hey, There's... so it was, it was the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was two thousand. It was the two thousands. <laughs> um, it was the millennium. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. So they're all like, yo. Willow and Xander are like, yo, um, Riley, so what are you doing here? And dressed up like G.I. Joe. And yeah, he makes a, ba- a bunch of bad fucking um, excuses. Excuses. And they're all like, uh huh. And <laughs> at one point, he looks at Spike and he's like, hey, don't I know you? And Spike's like, who, me? Or uh, I'm a pal of Xander. <laughs> Tries to put on this really bad <laughs> fucking like southern accent. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, God, James. Here we go. So the next day, we're in Riley's dorm room, and he's in there playing once again with his Nerf basketball goal. And uh, knock, knock at the door, and who is it but Buffy? And she just comes all in, and, and she says, you didn't call. And I'm like, huh? Did they have a conversation that I missed where he was supposed to give her a jingle? Right, right. So anyway, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I was masturbating." I don't know what he. I don't remember what he fucking said, but um, he's all like, "Yeah, I, I'm such a dope." I. He, he was like, he was like, I, I really, I spent a lot of time thinking about what Larry, Tom, and and Gerald said, and and uh, well, long story short, uh, Forrest and Graham and I have been sucking each other's dicks. <laughs> We all realize that we're that we're actually closet homosexuals. And uh so uh, and Buffy's like so it's, Buffy's um, like um oh okay that's all right. Uh, I'm going to go um okay. Right and, and he's and, like it, it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. You take care of yourself, Buff. And she's like oh, oh, okay. No, but uh He's upset at himself for not not making a better cover story in front of her friends. And he's like, it's the end of the world. And then she 
climbs onto his lap, front like front ways, like cowgirl style, and begins aggressively kissing him and says, no, it's not the end of the world. And it to me, maybe I'm wrong, they fucking... Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no, because I, I know that, that they're the first time they fuck is like oh. a major milestone coming up oh, in okay. the, in the season. <laughs> but if this was the first, if, if I was the first time viewer, I would be like, oh yeah, they're, t- they're boning, they're okay. boning. Yeah. That's what it seems like. So she Which, has and like Riley's Riley's dick must be so fucking confused right now. <laughs> right? Right? Right. Hey, listen. Buffy Summers is a very What's the word I'm looking for? She's very troubled. She has severe um emotional problems. Listen, all I know is that Riley's dick has been, was like forcefully told no. Yeah. Okay. And accepted it. And now, like, all of a sudden, it's go time. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Right. So, anyway, then we cut, we cut from that very confusing scene to Xander's, back to Xander's basement. And Willow and Xander are trying to watch TV. And Spike is in front of it, and he's giving them the spiel that they need to get out there and fight for the for the cause, for the good guys, to save puppies. And he's like, come on, let's kill something. Because now that he realizes he can fight and hurt and kill demons, he's back in the game, baby. And He's ready, baby. That's our episode. We, you know, we did for – I did – maybe you mentioned it and I missed it, though. Um we should have we should have mentioned that literally as soon as Spike heard there was a potential apocalypse yeah, about yeah, to happen, yeah. he like he perked right the fuck up. Well, he looked at Xander and he like goes, he, "Really? Are you promise?" Right, like he was he was like no lo- he no longer wanted to stake himself, and so we yeah. forgot to mention that. Yeah, but we did. It was funny. Yeah, we failed. Um, we did fail. Uh, Jeremy. Yes, sir, sir. Would you like to guess our body count for this episode? I'm gonna say uh have four. Four, yes. Hey! Oh wait. Round of applause. Wrong one, wrong one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, our music this week, uh, Echo Belly with Mouth Almighty. The helicopters with mouth. Hay, and of did course, you say? Did you say mouth almighty? Yes, that's um, perfect. Which ties for right Larry, in, Tom, and Gerald. Which ties, which ties right into Larry, Tom, and Gerald. Um, uh, and people I, inevitably, someone's going to ask me, "Why did you come up with the name names Larry, Tom, and, and Gerald?" And I'll tell you right now, it's because for some odd reason, the first three people that popped into my head were Larry, David, Tom Cruise. And uh, Gerard Butler, um, but I went with Gerald instead of Gerard. Or so. James, the truth. Those are all three ex-lovers of yours. <laughs> Damn it, Jeremy. <laughs> Why are you telling people these secrets? That's what we do here on our show. 
Um, and of course, as always, uh, Christoph Beck with our original score. Jeremy. Yes, sir. Would you please tell me, would you please tell me and the lovely Slade fans, both listeners and viewers, how many returns to the Hellmouth do you give this episode? It's a one and a half. One and a half. Okay. It would be okay. a it would be a one, just a just a flat one for me. Um, but I'm giving it a half point because of my love of Spike and the fact that he's got some awesome fucking lines in this episode, and that his character mm-hmm. has a big shift in this episode. You know, um, uh, kind of becoming. This is kind of the beginning of him becoming the new Spike. Not trying to give anything away, right. but um, right. So yeah, that gets that that gives it a half a point. Other than that, hot fucking trash, dude. I'm sorry. It's it. It's not as shitty and as boring as say the pack. Um, but it's so fucking. As you alluded to at the beginning, it's clear that there were three fucking writers of this goddamn episode, and that they none of them yeah. none of them actually spoke during the writing they each they each just wrote a different act of the of the <laughs> the screenplay and then they duct taped it together um right the fucking all the shit with Riley the icky Riley shit where he's basically coming out as an as a known rapist <laughs> is and then the fact that after after you're so proud of Buffy that she's you know, standing her fucking ground, and she's like, "No, I said no means no," and and then she goes at the end and takes a train, a, a, a ride on the fucking baloney pony. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like that's just such a shitty thing to show girls at that age. You know, that's such right. a just a dumb, right. dumb, dumb thing. And yeah, it just to to me this episode. Other than the spike stuff and and some funny lines from uh, Giles, it has no redeeming qualities. There's no Walsh in this episode, which I'm not saying I miss that, but I'm just saying there's no Walsh. Um, right. Um. It's just it's just not good. We don't see a uh, uh, Tara who we just met last episode. We don't see we don't see or hear any mention of her. Um. Am I forgetting, like, who the hell was... Oh, oh, we don't see, um... Um... Uh, <laughs> how am I drawing a blank on her name that's so ridiculous? Gile, uh, Xander's girlfriend? Um, oh, Anya. Yeah, Anya. We we see no Anya. It's just like, what? what is this episode? Right, like, like... Right, like, how is... Here's my thing, too, like... And granted, I get, I get that behind the scenes it has to do with number of episodes and all, but, like... How is how is Mark Lucas Riley a regular cast member in the credits before Emma Caulfield as Hello. Anya? Hello, hello, like, and it's just I don't know what is know. this. What what is this? Seems like something that was thrown together last minute, or something that they were like, "Well, we're going to work on that. That'll be we'll we'll do that later in the season," and then somehow it got fast tracked, and they're like, "No, we have to." We need to make this. I don't know. I, I could be wrong on all accounts. All I know is this is a fucking hot, steaming pile of monkey shit 
that they just smeared all over the screen, and I don't know what it's what it is. I don't know how it moves anything forward at all, at all, other than maybe other than Spike's character. Like it doesn't move anything for it's just trash, and I'm done talking about it. Um, so James. Uh, why don't you tell yes, us sir. how much you agree with me <laughs> and on a scale of one to five, how many steaming monkey turds do you give this episode? Uh, I give this uh, five steaming monkey turds. I love this. No. Yeah. Um, it's it's a one. It's a one. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, the only reason it's not a zero is because uh, the pack is a zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the pack is a zero. Yeah. Um, no, is because well, yeah, there's much worse episodes of this series than yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Spike saves it honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, this the the whole thing is it's so obvious that there were three different writers on this. Um, it's it the the whole like we talked about the whole thing with Riley. It's just, just the huge ick um, with that. And, and then, and re- and then rewarding that. the ick with her. And then re- exactly. Know. And I'll be, I'll be honest with you. That wasn't even something that I really thought about until you just mentioned it, but yeah, 100% then turning around and rewarding that ick. Um, yeah, it's just it's not it's not a good it's not a good message for to be sending out to to young girls to the, or, or to young the, men. Yeah, to the actual yeah, right, to to the young men too, but it's it's a bad message to the the literal uh, demographic, demographic of this show. <laughs> you right. know, it's right. such like here we are 25 years later rewatching it we're no longer the demographic for this show but we were when it came out and it's just not right. a good fucking it's it's just so uh. no no um yeah and then like and then uh, as a society we have the audacity to wonder why unfortunately uh, a decent population or a decent percentage of the male population out there is the way it is yeah um it's because of shit like this Mm -hmm. like i i'm i'm just gonna put it out there like you know this is this is the kind of stuff that that men are fed and and it's bullshit and it's the kind of stuff that young girls are fed so they think it's acceptable if they're not taught otherwise and and it's it's bullshit like i just you know, I I know I sound like I'm on a little bit of a, a soapbox here in regards to like, you know, toxic masculinity and and femininity. But that's and all exactly that, what this episode was. Right. Like you know. there's, you know, and and granted, you know, we do have the benefit of 30 years of growing in hindsight, you know, to to to, you know, going into watching this. But, man, I don't even. I don't even remember, and and we've said this before. Like a big part of the reason I don't like Xander uh, rewatching this is because unfortunately I see a lot of myself in yeah, Xander. It reminds me of who I was twenty five right. plus years ago. Right, um, but 
even at that, like, I don't, I, I never have, never have I ever been told no and been like, well, that's not an acceptable answer to me. Yeah. And, and you're going to need to pursue it. We're going to need you know to get you like? on the, we're going to need to get you on the yes train. So I'll call you tomorrow. Right. <laughs> like, like I, and, and I know this is going to be hard to believe for you and everyone else, especially with this Putnam. I've I've been rejected plenty of times I, in my life. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I know. I know it's hard <laughs> to believe. I know. I know. <laughs> but but it's true. I have gotten my fair share of no's, probably more than my fair share, if we're being honest. <laughs> probably my uh, share um, and a little bit of somebody else's. <laughs> <laughs> but But I've never been like... I don't know. I don't know. Like I've gotten my rejection and I've like turned, I've taken my lump. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, I've been like I was the type, right, I was always, the, I was always the type that like, if I got rejected, don't worry, I won't be bothered. Like I shut the fuck down, like embarrassed, right. embarrassed and just like, Oh fuck. And I just kind of like where you shrink to this big and you just scurry away quietly. And, uh, Right. Like, Don't worry, exactly. I will not ever speak to you again because I am now totally embarrassed. Exactly. So, right. Yeah. Like, oh, you just shot me down, so guess what? You will now not have to worry about ever thinking of my existence again. <laughs> as far as, as you far will as know, you... I am now dead. <laughs> right. As far as you're concerned, I no longer exist. Please have a wonderful life. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Like, I don't. I don't get like I don't get this. I know this. this. I will not accept no like, as an answer. It's like okay, well, right. how about a punch in the throat? Would that would that would you take that? Right. <laughs> will that work? Um, but but yeah. So there's that. Um, and and such and that's a big part of of the the downfall of this episode for me. But almost as big, um, is the fact that I feel like. The first time we return to the Hellmouth, to the ruins of Sunnydale High, should have been Much a bigger. bigger thing. And this was a this, total popcorn it, fart, man. It the the return to the Hellmouth, the return to the ruins of Sunnydale High, should have been something that was worthy of a mid-season finale. Yep. Or even, or even a season finale, maybe. But more so, maybe a mid-season finale. Yeah. Um, and this was the mid-season finale. Well, for was, I thought Hush was. Oh, well, for them, maybe, yeah. But I'm saying for us, we're cutting it right in the middle. Oh, for us, yeah. You know. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, this definitely should have been, at the very least, a mid-season finale. Yeah. And it should have been a big, a big spectacle event episode, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't. Like this was, to coin a term you use, a popcorn popcorn fart. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, literally the only redeeming aspect of this is is Spike. Yeah. Um, which is hard for me to say. <laughs> at, but there's also it, some but, great Giles lines and shit in there. Oh too. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's hard, like we've talked about this and, and I do realize that I'm, that going into this rewatch, I'm letting future spike events shadow, like my current spike things. And I'm trying not to, 
and that's why Spike does redeem, redeem this episode, mm-hmm. uh, is because I'm trying not to think about that far ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so so he's literally the only thing that redeems this episode and makes it makes it a one. Nope. Um, this is not a must watch. If I was flipping through channels and I I, I would call this on, a must avoid. <laughs> Yeah, if I was flipping through channels and this is the episode that was playing on Cosmic or Cozy, whichever station is airing it right now, mm-hmm. I would not watch. I I would flip away so fast. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's it. That's it for me. All right. Well, um, James. Yes. Could I ask a favor of you? Sure, sure, sure. Could you Wait, tell... Oh, it, oh. Hold on, hold on. It's not, listen, I don't want you to take offense to this or anything, but it's not like a, it's not like a Larry Tom and a Gerald kind of favor, is it? Well, I just assumed that was a definite after we got done recording. Oh, n- no, 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 no. I don't take no for an answer. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need to discuss this further. <laughs> uh, no, I was wondering if you could tell our lovely audience how to get in touch with us. Uh, go to BuffyRevisited.com. It's that simple. Yeah. Go to BuffyRevisited.com. You're going to find a link to uh, our Facebook, our YouTube, our email, which is BuffyRevisited at gmail.com, and a link to our merchandise store. Um, hit that email link. Send us an email with your thoughts, opinions, comments about about this episode or any episode or Buffy as a whole um, and, the, and or the podcast. Um, hit up the Facebook link. It'll take you to posts about uh, any and all, any of the episodes we've covered so far. Uh, you can leave your comments, thoughts, and opinions there. Uh, I do some frequently post uh, other things, you know, articles or, or whatnot. Feel free to read those and comment on those. Uh, hit up our YouTube Again, you're going to find all of our previous episodes that you can hop in there, leave us your comments, thoughts, opinions, concerns, um, and uh, all of that. Uh, And again, the merchandise link, you know, hit it up, buy some uh, Slade the Buffy Revisited merch. There's T-shirts, there's hoodies, there's sweatshirts, there's mugs, there's blankets, uh, I have it on good authority that the T-shirts and the and the mugs uh, are are quality. Uh, I have the mug. Uh, I know someone that has the T-shirts. Uh, Darlene bought some merch. She was she said it's all good merch. Yep. So so feel free to hop over there, purchase some stuff. Uh, like we've said before, uh, once we hit a certain uh, dollar amount on proceeds, uh, that'll all be going to a charity. Uh, of undetermined uh, origin uh, as of yet, because we haven't made any money. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking the Larry Tom and Gerald Fund. The Larry Tom and Gerald Fund is that's probably a good one. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got. All right, fantastic. Next week we're going to be jumping into season one, episode eleven of Angel, Somnambulist. Yes, and. That should be interesting. I won't give any spoilers away, but I'll just say that should be interesting. Um, (laughs) Okay. Thank you all for joining us this week, of course, and we look forward to seeing you next week. I've been one of your hosts. I'm Jeremy.
I'm your other host, James. Ta-ta.